Welcome back to the Epsom College podcast. You are here today with Phoebe. I'm Bella. And today we're talking to an old Epsomian. Did I say that right? Epsomian. Epsomian. Yeah. Stephanie Knight. Welcome back to Epsom. Thank you. Thank you. How guys does it for feel me. to be back? I mean, it's always it's very nostalgic to be back. Always nice to come back and see what the college is looking like. But it has been a good seven years since I've left, so I can imagine it's a very different school to what I was. To where I was, but it's always nice to come back. What was your favourite memory at Epsom? Um, my favourite memory, I think, my thing I look forward to the most every year was choral comp. Mm. Um, Agreed. Choral comp. Yeah, I think it was. I think yeah, and also my favourite, my definitely my favourite one was an upper six. But um, mm. every year, everyone it rolled around, and the whole school was being was taking part. Mm. So it's yeah. not like you know some sports things where it's only a certain team or, yeah. Only, yeah. or only boys, only girls. It was like everybody is is doing yeah. it, and everybody's getting ready and you can hear like all the houses especially walking past like, like Proper in yeah. the car and you get just... past Raven and yeah. humanities yeah exactly so it's just like you can just hear it everyone you just know that everyone's preparing for the same thing and it's everyone who just gets competitive yeah. and yeah that's always the most fun I think I do love Coral Com. yeah it's a very all together thing yeah what yeah. are your opinions on the cross country oh <laughs> we've got three miles um, yeah, oh. I mean, I think initially the first years where it was compulsory, so no choice, I kind of had to enjoy it because yeah. what else are you going to yeah. do? Um, but I think it was fun as a boarder. Oh God, this is so bad. But as a boarder, it was really enjoyable because we'd all train and do chapel triangles yeah. like in the evening. So it was just another reason to socialize when yeah. we should have been doing prep, but yeah. it was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to train and run yeah. just so I can go and talk to my friends from other houses like yeah. that that was the that was that was the fun part of that but I did not enjoy it otherwise no where were you year seven and year eight um Danes Hill oh yeah oh, wow. yeah 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 big feeder school yeah, yeah. it is. still is <laughs> it still is a big feeder school yeah but what is it now like now like do you have a lot of people coming in for M4 or is it majority? It like- is M4, M4 I'd, I'd say because I was the second year for lower school so there wasn't as big of a year. I'd say there were about 60 of us. But when you join M4, there's probably like 80 or 90 that join. Yeah. yeah. So you still get a yeah. big Oh, really? Change. Still now? Yeah. yeah. Wow, I would have thought that like, I guess if you're not, you can't really be running like a hundred and something, mm. a bit like people in a year, yeah. as yeah. well as everybody else on yeah. this campus. But yeah. are there any staff that you particularly remember that you know are still here or? Um, Your favourite teacher that's not You know here. what, like, the, actually a lot of the teachers, the majority of the teachers that were, that were here when I was here have left. Um, but I know that, you know, Mrs. Keeble's still here yeah. and she was definitely actually probably one of the main reasons why I joined Epsom in the first place and also went yeah. to Crawford. I was, you know what, I actually, so I, coming from Danes Hill, I came from there were 20 something of us that came from Danes Hill to join Epsom yeah. in my year. So I was always like, ah, I'm gonna make friends. Like I'm gonna yeah, have it's friends, gonna be I'm gonna fun. make friends, gonna be fine. But well, all of them, like we'd we'd kind of said, right, Wilson or Crawford, there were five of us from Danes Hill that, want, that came in for mm. boarding. And we were like, Wilson or Crawford. And I was like set on Wilson. I was like, yeah, I really like, you know, it's very mm. community driven. I was like, I really like it. Um, and there are a few girls in the years above me that had gone to Danes Hill that were there and you know they were just like no come here la la mm. then uh, 
the other four girls from Danes Hill all wanted to go to Crawford, so I uh, ditched, ditched Wilson. And I was yeah. like, I'm a Crawford girl now, and I wouldn't change it for the world. But um, so yeah, Mrs. Keeble was definitely like a, a pinnacle, um, a pinnacle person for my time here. Um, Mr. Russell, who mm. taught me English, and <laughs> I was really bad at English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like Steph please and I was like I don't want to write anymore <laughs> um, but yeah so Mr Russell um, we loved his lessons um, Mr Johnston who's still here oh the photography teacher yeah but he I mean oh. I know he's still here but he, he only taught me in M4 oh um, you had photography in M4 yeah he taught me for two weeks <laughs> and then I quit <laughs> we, I quit photography <laughs> we don't you have to start photography in U4 did you have to buy a camera in M4 no 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 we, we it was kind of like I don't think it's, you could then choose to do it for GCSE, GCSE yeah. but um, and again I don't know whether it was something we only did for a term but we definitely had like photography lessons and we'd come in and like do our editing and all of that they should do that that's like a good taster because I yeah. didn't, no one really knew what they were getting themselves into. Actually, come to think of it, no, it definitely was. Was it photography or IT? Because there were definitely oh. stuff that we would have. We were editing in the photography suite, though. So yeah. I can only imagine it was that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know who else is still here. I probably should have gone through the roster. I can't think of who's been here a long time. Mr. Conway. Mr. Conway was here, but never taught me. Where did you go to uni, and what did you study? I went to Oxford Brooks. University and I studied uh, property development and planning, mm-hmm. um, but actually I I took a gap year and then went went to Oxford Brooks to study um, mechanical engineering. Wow! Yeah, that was the that was the thing that I wanted. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a mechanical engineer and just do property on the side. Mm-hmm. And then I was there and I was like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> um, and switched to property instead. So yeah, I was there for four years. And it was great. And then now I'm in property, so it's all good. Do you think you boarding at Epsom, like, helped your uni, like, experience? Like, obviously, being away from home and, like, being around people all the time. Yeah, I think so. I think think boarding has, like, shapes, definitely shapes a person to be um, just, like... Be, be for it for them to be. <laughs> I think it's easier for them to just be surrounded by people all the time and being away from home and having that experience where you're just like, yeah. well, my friends and my family now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it definitely helped me because um, I really wasn't phased mm. about going to uni. Yeah. But I, I, I think that I think I did meet a few people at university. They're like, I've never been away from home. Like this is the first time, yeah. and I was yeah. like, what's home? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to go. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely, definitely did help. Yeah. <laughs> did being at like being in a boarding house at Epsom did it help you when you're at uni? Like, sort of like dealing with other people and like their different personalities, and maybe if you didn't get on very well with them, and like. Yeah. I think it definitely taught me how to handle my own emotions, like surrounding other people. Mm-hmm. Like if you're dealing with someone that you don't necessarily get on with that well, um, which you will face yeah. all the way through life. Um, but if you're in a capacity where you have to live with each other, I think, mm. yeah, definitely boarding taught me my like how to, yeah. how to like just take time for myself and handle it within myself. And then also like how to deal with that person. Mm. Um, and the thing is, is that like, 
uh, here you're around your like you're here for f- you're f- here for five years and yeah. you you can't really change the people that are in your house yeah um you either like all get on or you just kind oh, of yeah. work your way how to live cohesively yeah but um at uni like you can just you could change like yeah. every year yeah um yeah. And you have chosen, you have actually previously chosen the people that you are going to live with. But I mean, going in a, um, in first year um, of uni, yeah, you, I mean, you're, you put in halls and you have no idea who you're going to end up with. But yeah, yeah I think it definitely, it definitely yeah. helped me for sure. What would you say to the upper sixth who are currently in the process from going from school life to uni life? Um, I would say, you know, it's going to be a change. Um, but everybody, everybody's going to go through it. And also, if you're not going necessarily going down into the university, down the university route, that's also okay. But I just say, like, every opportunity you're given, just do it. Because mm. you're, you're young and you're at that point in your life where it actually doesn't... Gonna get probably scolded for saying this, but it doesn't necessarily actually matter what you're doing at that, at that time. Like, you have all the years ahead of you to, to go to university. Yeah. If you decide that in up six, I don't want to do a uni next year, you have the years ahead of you to yeah. go do that, but you're only going to be young once. Um, and it's going to be change, but it's going to be fun. Just also find the fun in everything, I think mm-hmm. is a massive yeah. thing as well. Yeah. If you could go back to your Epsom life, what is one thing that you would change? <laughs> or like do differently? Do differently. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I don't know because I always like to think that I don't regret anything. Any, yeah. Um, I probably would have uh, concentrated a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was, I took my own advice and just found the fun in everything. And was, yeah. I was having part of my child, like, I always, my reports are always like, Steph is distracting, uh, distracting herself and distracting others. And it's always talking, <laughs> yeah. it's always laughing, and it's always the loudest. And I'm like, I still am that person. So, like, you know, it's deep rooted now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably concentrated a bit more. But my time at Epsom was amazing. Like, mm. there's actually nothing that I, yeah. I would have changed um, because the, out, the outcome is who I am today. And I, I wouldn't yeah. change that. How did you get into your career path? I, so I knew for a long time that I always wanted to go into property. Yeah. Um, my mum was always kind of involved in property. She was did some property development work here and in Kenya, because I'm half of Kenyan, um, and that's where she's from. And um, I just kind of watched her do it, and I was just like, that just seems like so much fun. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I was like, it's a business that would always, you know, be going, going. Like, yeah, be going because die. people yeah. always need somewhere to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always evolving because, you know, coming into modern times, new yeah. styles, yeah. you know, go, honing on, on some old styles. Like, it was just yeah. something that was really interesting for me. Um, and so when I went to uni and changed my course to property, I was like, right, I know I'm in a good place. And I actually like going to lectures wasn't a chore. I actually just really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, and after I, I graduated uni at the beginning of the pandemic, which mm-hmm. was the best time to graduate. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, I was kind of like, OK, now I now I what to mm. do, because I, I knew I didn't want to go and do like be go for a grad role, which was kind of what was pushed to to us um, as a in as a cohort um, doing property development. But 
I was just like, what What can I go and do? I've stumbled upon this company that is, they're a luxury, luxury global real estate firm um, based in New York. And I kind of just like, you know what, this sounds like really fun. I'm going to join its uh, estate agency job, but you're, I'm like essentially independent and I'm partnered with them. So I use their branding um, and, you know, all of their, you know, interim, that, um, yeah. what are they called? The things that you use online. I'm not sure. You know, like their systems, like interesting. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I, so that's, and then I'm basically independent, so I handle all my own clients now, and that was something that was kind of important to me because I've always kind of liked the thought of being my own boss and doing my yeah. own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now I've landed there and I love it. But yeah. yeah. That is fun. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> um... Should we just skip to these ones? Yeah, the fun ones? these are the fun okay. ones. <laughs> what three items would you take with you to a desert island? Three items. Okay, first up. <laughs> Practical or survival? <laughs> this is the thing. It's kind of like, I know the type of person I am. Wait, practical like, and survival are the same That's the same thing, yeah, actually. Oh. Um, you, you know, you know <laughs> what like, I was luxury, trying? Luxury, like, luxury yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm definitely <laughs> the type of person that would just like, I want to take my laptop. I want yeah. access to the outside, outside world. But that is completely against what the whole point of going to a desert mm. island is. Um, <laughs> I would definitely take a good SPF. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Very important. Um, oh. How, do, how would I entertain myself? Something that would entertain me. I would say a book, but then you're stuck reading the same book forever. That's true. Is there any book that you would read forever? I think I'd have to read to be able to, in order to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, I don't know. This is the thing, like take, oh, oh okay, I'd have to take an, like an iPod or something yeah, but music. then that would die do I have to take the charger these are oh yeah you can yeah. make it up like an everlasting iPod okay if I yeah. had an everlasting everlasting iPod I'd take that yeah. if I had one album to take that's our next question <laughs> I won't answer okay right um, <laughs> um, an everlasting iPod a a good SPF and hmm God, this is really hard. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what mine would be. Something to bring fire, something to kill animals. Oh, a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a knife. A knife is, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do so many things with a knife. <laughs> that sounds like really weird. I know, but you could do so many things because I was also then thinking about my hair. You could do oh, things yeah. with hair that they could just cut off. So many things, <laughs> so versatile. It's such a great time to have a knife on your iPod. <laughs> Just sound bad. No, 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 no. But you've got SPF, so you're fine. I know, but it's fine. What album would you bring with you if you could only take one? That is a great question. I think, (laughs) oh my God. I've had so many albums that, you know, I'd listen to like back to front. I think probably it would be. It would, oh my God, there's two. It would either be For Your Eyes Only by J. Cole. Oh, uh, is that the one where he sat on the roof? No, 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 no. That's, that's no. the one before. That's, this is the one after. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go with it. Um, or Auntie, Rihanna. Uh, yeah, and I'm oh. surprised myself that I haven't said Beyonce there, but like, 
that. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking you were gonna say Beyonce. Yeah, but there's just too many good ones. Four mm. by Beyonce. If it was going to be an album, mm. it would be four. But yeah, by Beyonce. Mm. You've mentioned to me before about your experience in Chapel Choir. <gasps> Chapel Choir. I love <laughs> I loved choir. It was so much fun. Like, it was it also, we, we always had, it was always like a very good group of people. And that was actually the, the only time where you'd really spend, unless you're in the house, you'd spend time with people in other years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we had choir tours, which were insane. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, we had the best time. And, uh, and you know, I just like, we, we were actually like, Quiet nerds, like we actually did. We still to this day, like there's four of us and like three of my very, very good friends. We ha- still have our um, ECCC Epsom College Tribe Choir chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we still just send like choir, quite quiet, anything on like TikToks, like choir TikToks to each other because we're like, that's oh. nice. Though. And we sit around pianos and we harmonize together. Choir was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Um, but then I ended up, that's the thing. So I ended up having to then quit chapel choir in upper six because I was doing two oh, years in one yeah. for yeah. DT that I didn't have the time to do it anymore. Mm. This is the thing, I had to forego something I really enjoyed for academia. Still sorry about it. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> sorry about it. But anyway, so we've, I may have come out the other side. Yes, you still succeeded in life. Indeed so, indeed so. How does your day-to-day life play out? Um, so I feel like I'm quite lucky in the fact that because I run, my, I'm essentially running my own business, partnered with the firm I work for, which is called Nessiekers. Um, because I, yeah, I'm essentially, I run my own business. I run my own time. I run my own scheduling. So I, you know, I, I I'm not working a, a solid nine to five. So I'm, you know, out meeting clients. Yeah. Um, going to properties that they might potentially have for sale or if they're buying clients and I, you know, they'll give me their criteria and I'll be going out asking yeah. other agents, like, what do you have on the market? What's on the market? What's off market? And touring those for clients that I have here and also abroad. Um, also like a massive part of my job is networking. So going out and to restaurants and bars is, I'm always working. I'm always like kind of, you know, talking to people and seeing so at some point everybody wants to like mm. own a property sell a property or is looking for a property like yeah it's my clients are there and in, in any room yeah um <clears throat> so it's essentially how like you know i network with people and meet people and talk to people which is something i learned mm. being at the school um but uh so yeah that's my day-to-day but also recently i've been involved in a project with um with my company and that you know we've been actually filming for a show that is due to come out um next year um and that's been a project that's been in the works like this this year but it's basically going to be um all about our day-to-days our jobs our careers and how we handle our own businesses um a few of us have been uh included in in the show mm. and it's basically the runnings of our individual businesses and how we work with each other um and yeah i'm i'm looking forward to that coming out but i think we'll wait and see what, like what life will look like on the other side yeah do you think there'll be a big change like what do you expect from it i i don't know what my expectations are i think mm. i just at this point i'm expecting the unexpected because i yeah. have no idea um i think the main reason why i wanted to sign on and do it is because i was so kind of early on in my career um it was an opportunity that i might never get again and i was really doing it for the exposure because 
I'm right now like going out and finding my own clients, but to have clients that would come to me. That would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would make life a lot easier. Um, yeah. And yeah, so it's just doing it for the exposure. So, but I don't know as to like what level this will really, you know, be be put out to. Like I know it's 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 definitely hopefully going to be a success, but you know you never know how you're going to come across or yeah. like, remember some of the things I've said. Um, but I have no idea what it's going to look like on the other side. But mm. I think. I think it'll be it'll be good. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Perfect. Were there any times where you doubted yourself after you left Epsom? Most definitely, because Epsom, like your whole day is structured. It, mm. Leaving Epsom, it was like here's your newfound freedom yeah. of working out what you're going to do every day. And that was I took a gap year, and then that point I was you know I was traveling, so I had all that planned out. And then I actually retook some A levels at the end of my gap year, and again wasn't quite sure where I, where I wanted mm. to go to uni so there was like I was like what am I actually doing what do I want to do um I'd now come out of education so I didn't have teachers telling me like Steph you're good at this you're good at this I actually had to do a lot of self-reflection um and then going to university I was like yeah you know what I'm going to do mechanical engineering probably off the back of being told that whatever I had to do had to be super academic and you know you had to have that that kind of I don't want to say mainstream but like the job that everybody you know goes down to do like a doctor medicine like yeah. be in medicine or be a lawyer or be an engineer and you know um because in my mind I was like there's a structure there because I go and study mechanical engineering I become a mechanical engineer that's what happens um I I then when I was there I was like if I'm not enjoying it what am I doing mm-hmm. like yeah. If I'm not excelling, what am I doing? Uh, why am I doing this just for the sake of other people um, and what other people have kind of told me yeah. to do or, or how to be? And that's why I changed. And as soon as I changed to my new course um, into property, I was like, I'm definitely doing the right thing. Like, there was, I wasn't, I was definitely like, I was pushed and I, you know, it was, it was there were definitely some difficult moments throughout my course where, you know, with coursework or whatever, but I was like actually very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I knew that there was definitely the right the right thing for me and I, and just, I was just enjoying it. Um, but there were definitely many times where I doubted what I was doing. I mean, still to this day, yeah. there are always, I think you're always going to, you know, doubt, be mm. doubting yourself at some point, um, but just persevere and, yeah things will happen that was a great episode thank you so much for coming on okay, do you have anything to say for you no just thank you for coming Steph and I thoroughly your... enjoyed that well, thank you so much. words of wisdom for everyone very, very wise words oh, thank you thank you guys <laughs>